But Jeremiah chapter 3, then pull up Hebrews chapter 5. I don't have a sermon for you. We're still in detox, volume 2. And I want to talk around a subject, though. And it's called Becoming Teachers. Becoming Teachers. They can have some of this on the screen. That'll be great. I said it before, I believe that the conveniences that came with COVID has caused comforts with us that's creating casualties in our living. A lot of us are asking for prayer or to be revived or, you know, COVID just hit me good and hit me hard and this happened during COVID and I lost this person and, and, and God's grace is sufficient in all of that. I also still want you to understand that you cannot lay down and allow the conveniences that you've been enjoying to keep you from the life that you desire. I need you to write that down. Um, somebody is, is up a room. We good with this, the screen? Yeah. If you can put up the becoming teacher slide. Um, you know, Sister Don is a prophet in the Lord's church. And I don't want y'all to ever get it twisted that because people are doing certain roles because, you know, just because you're not up here with a microphone and swinging the sheet don't mean you're not walking in what you should be walking in. We're going to talk more about that. Um, don't allow these conveniences. Listen to me very carefully. Do not turn us off today. Let me take my time with this. It's 11.02. They gave me 47 minutes. That means at 11.40 some, I should be done, and I will be. But I need you to listen. People are coming, and they're telling me, Pastor, this is going on, this is going on, and, I'm, and my money's not right, and my family, and this, that, and the other. And you can ask about two or three questions and find out why people are in these states. And we don't want to be honest about that. We, we live in a blaming generation. It's always somebody else's fault of where I am. Mm. It's got to be the church. I, I need to get me another church. It's got to be the pastor. It's got to be the job. It's got to be this. this I, got, I got to move from this city. This, it's got to be Chicago. And it's not. Because believers have the authority we sing about mm -hmm. to produce at will the life they desire. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're living in Gary. I don't care if you're living in Chicago, if you're in Maywood, Lombard, Texas, doesn't matter. This word has the ability to produce at will. And I'm not just talking about you sitting under the taught word, which is primary. But there are things set up in the house. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter number three. This is God calling Israel back to himself and expressing his love to them. And he tells them this in Jeremiah three and verse 15. Um, and I will give you shepherds according to my heart. Look at this next line, who will feed. Now, one thing you can't say in this particular community, that you're not being fed. It's kind of like sometimes growing up, I don't know if it was Justin or Jaden, but we would eat, we would prepare the food, we would feed, but they wouldn't eat. Mm. 
or they'd pick what they wanted off the plate. Mm. Then an hour later, they would come back and say, I'm hungry. And we would say, well, you should have ate your food. Shepherds are here to feed. And the thing about shepherds, we're all under shepherds, and it's not just London and that. God has graced us with a great team. I don't care who comes and goes. There's always a team set here for the community. You got the and the Proctors and the Sanders and you got the Fosters and you got the Royals and all these people um, um, who, can, who can be a part of this feeding. But you got to eat. Tell your neighbor, say, you got to eat. You got to eat. And you can't point fingers at the community, the world, um, the church, your job, when you're malnutrition because you're not eating. Now, one thing we have done here for the last 15 years is we fed you good from this pulpit. Okay, what else you heard or happened? You've been getting good meals from right here. Oh, oh, you, some of y'all got muscles now because of what you've been eating from here. In your family, in your thinking, in your marriages, in your homes. The man brought his dad up last Sunday. That's good stuff. That's good feeding. To show what has happened since getting in the word and, and operating in forgiveness and being transparent. And look at what God has done with him and his father. And many people say, I'm in the same place. I was in the same place. That's the whole purpose of community. Because we just had a great time. I felt like dancing some. But it's no sense in dancing if our lives are not being changed. So if I can't stand here over time, I'm talking about over time. Now, I'm not talking about, about, about come up, get saved, get baptized next week, you all together. You may still smoke some cigarettes, smoke some weed, drink some liquor, do whatever you're doing because it's a process. I heard y'all talking about it on the, the Real Life Talk Show. What were y'all saying? Come on, help me here. Salvation is a process. It, 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 yeah. Sanctification, sanctification is, is a process. A process. Yeah. You're being made in the image of God. You are, you are becoming more, I should say, Christ-like. Mm -hmm. You, 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 you can stop sinning, you, you're sinning less. Because some of y'all sitting looking at me, sinning right now, who he think he is, what he's talking about. Why he holding that mic like that? He, and why she ain't talking more? Why he talking more? Why she sitting up? Why he standing up? And that's why you miss everything, because it'll be distract your mind when you should be taking notes, you're critiquing. And, and, and you know, ahead, the enemy ahead. wants us to eat candy all mm. the time where we're getting vegetables and your proteins and all of this stuff that's good for us that we can take and grow in our lives, not just spiritually, but naturally. But when we eat candy, it tastes good for a time. But in the end, our teeth starts to rot. So some, when, we like, when we like the candy and the fluff and all of that stuff, just watch. Your teeth starts to rot. Your life starts to rot. So we got to not only hear this word and put these vegetables on a plate in front of you. Where, that's what we're doing, putting them on a plate in front of you. You can't just look at it and say, oh, that's good vegetables. You got to eat it. Mm. You got to put that candy away because I love candy. Candy tastes good. Huh? But I've been to the dentist to have some huh? teeth removed, some See? root canals and all of this. So that you take that in the spirit and you can use that for the natural as well. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart. Look at it back on the screen who will feed you with knowledge. 
the know, knowing. Shepherd should keep you in the know. The know of what? Of God's idea, God's intent for your living. Knowledge and understanding. And all of your getting get, because if you don't understand, I can't do anything with it. You know, I have televisions and gadgets at home. I can't work because I don't understand them. Why and don't so, you understand? Because I haven't taken the time to read uh -huh. and apply what I've read with yeah. those manuals. Yeah. Instead, it's more comfortable for me to call one of the kids or call her mm -hmm. and say, come help me with this. Mm -hmm. Or come help me with that. But you have or, the same access I that have the we same have access. to understand how to work that remote and how to work that TV. And we're giving you the knowledge. Yeah. We're giving you the understanding. Yeah. Pastors are God's thoughts towards us. Yeah. That's good. That's now, I'm, I'm sharing this, but we have a pastor too. Yeah. He's God's thoughts towards us. And, and pastors are responsible, listen to this, for discipling. Loving, teaching, leading, correcting, covering, protecting, journeying with you, investing in you. We disciple. What does that mean? Look at this. It is the process. I don't know if I gave you this. Did I give them this? I don't know. The process by which believers grow and mature in what they believe. Write that down. The process by which believers grow and mature in what they believe. We should be. Most of you come here now because you came, you heard something, it caused you to grow, it caused some changes in your life or your family, and you said, whoa, this is good. I need this. Let me go back down there. They're talking about family and money and attitudes and offense and how to deal with this and how to stop that and how to grow in that and that's what discipling is it is it is it is a process by which believers look at it grow and mature in their faith in what they believe it's an investment it's a journey um it, it's it's an investment of time look at this last one it is translating the concept of scripture into daily living Write that down. It is, it is translating the concept of daily living, of scripture into daily living. I don't think anybody in this room is here outside of any of those reasons. That's not what I'm talking to you about today. I think you are here because you want to grow in your faith. I think you're here, you want to grow with your family. You're here because you want to know how to live out the scripture in your daily dealings. You want that. I think what happens over time, we all get distracted. And the thing that led you here becomes bottom on the totem pole. Wow. Uh -huh. That's good. So the word is not that important. I'm here for choir now and serving and I got friends there and I like this. I like my small group and I like the new life, the real life talk show and all that. And that's great. But what drew you here? One of the biggest things people tell me, I said, don't say that. Pastor, I left my last church because they weren't talking about nothing. I wasn't learning nothing there. And I learned more here in the first three days I've been here than I learned in the last hundred years. And that ain't always 100% true. It's not. Because wherever you came from, you learned something. Yeah. Yeah. You learned enough to at least know, I ain't learning no more. Let me go somewhere else. 
but don't come here with that pride and stop learning here. I just said something right there. Don't come here with that pride about what you weren't learning there and now I'm over here and you ain't learning nothing over here. That's the whole point of us being here. To have things like what he did that Sunday. And we all have these testimonies in our life. People, most people in our church came here, they, they, they were barren or had issues with childbirth. They have children now. Some are still waiting for the day of manifestation. All kinds of people when he came here, they weren't married and God has got them with a spouse. People came here, they were depressed and God healed them with depression. And the word over time did work in their lives. And if you stop doing, you can't stop doing that, but still expect the other side. So you want to come now and complain about what the devil is doing and what ain't happening. Maybe it's the church and maybe it's the city and maybe it's this. No, you just stop doing what you were doing. And it's real simple. If you keep coming in a room, you got to just jump in here, honey, because you know how I am. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm talking and I'm yeah. used to rolling, so don't mind me. Just You ain't got to do all that. Oh. <laughs> you see that? Mercy? What, what's truth. all that about? <laughs> you ain't have to do all that. What you do all that for? Aww. Okay, don't play now. <laughs> I can touch and agree too. Come on here. <laughs> but were, were you going to say something though? Keep going. No, you got to just jump in. Just start talking and I'll stop. Okay. Because I'm, I'm used to just rolling here. Mm -hmm. if, if you keep coming in the room, saying, man, it's dark in here. <laughs> and I said, oh yeah, just, just hit that light switch over there, the second one. Mm -hmm. And you say, oh, well, praise God. You come in and say, man, it's dark in here. It's just hit that light switch, the second one right there, just hit that one. And you come next, and it's just so dark in here. And I said, now, is something wrong with you? I told you to hit the... <laughs> and old girl said it. I'm not, no offense, old girl, Sister, Sister Lee. Yeah, Sheree. What'd she say? What did she say? Come we on. all getting the same food, but we're not eating, we're not doing it. And she said she looked at people like, how could you be here the same amount of time as I've been here and you ain't growing? That's because you ain't eating. What, when she said that? She said that anniversary Sunday. Anniversary Sunday. Yeah. She was real animated too. She was, was excited. And, um, she was passionate. Before Real Life Talk this morning too. Open up service so you can go back and watch Oh, she was on there? She, the testimony was on there. Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and that blessed me because she's yeah. saying, I'm sitting here like you. Yeah. And my family was, was broke. Yeah. We were going through in A, B, and C. And we heard what they were saying on the platform and we said oh that'll help us yeah oh my god let me do that mm -hmm. and now we're on the other side of where we were mm -hmm. and she was saying how are you sitting next to me yeah, yeah. and you were order. broke too yeah. and we heard the same thing mm -hmm. and i came out and you're still crying mm -hmm. what's the difference yeah the work and so and so if we don't stop with this detox and talk through times like this go to Hebrews chapter 5 we're gonna miss it I am NOT into heaven church I'm into celebrating Jesus having a good time sometime I go we gonna dance and we gonna spin and we gonna shout and we gonna spit and we gonna fall out and sometime we gonna sit down and we gonna shut up and we gonna listen and I'm gonna get in my car and say oh boy because every Sunday shouldn't be, ooh, church was lit. Ooh, church was lit. Some rides home should be, whoa. I got to treat my wife better than this. Whoa. I got to start managing my money. Whoa. 
I got to stop having an attitude about everything. Lord, help me with this. I, I went to get us dinner last night. And she said, okay. And I got back home and she, she wanted some chicken, so I got some chicken. And when she walked in, when I walked in, she said, She said, you should have got spicy. That's not what I said. What you See, say? you over-exaggerated. <laughs> what you say? You said, what you say? I saw on the receipt that it was mild, and, you, what, and he what you knows say? that I like spicy. And what did you say? I didn't say you should have got spicy. What did you say? I said, um, they didn't have spicy. That's something I said. See, see. See, she's trying to fix it up. <laughs> I didn't say it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> she said spicy. I heard you should have got spicy. And what you That's said? a whole other lesson. What did you I, do? I heard you should have got spicy. And so I'm like, well, I'm thinking, well, you ain't even said thank you for me going to get the chicken. I said thank you. So, so I ain't hit it. I just heard you should have got spicy. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me spicy. And what you and I, do? And so I slammed the microwave. Slams the microwave. Yes, you ain't got to slam the microwave, though. It ain't worth you slamming the microwave, though. What you slamming the microwave, though? I didn't though, say it like that. I was trying to calm you down. See, you over exaggerating up here. Okay, any of y'all council pastors, because we <laughs> up here trying to get it together. Because I'm, I'm trying to warm up what I just went and bought. And so when, and, and I, I slammed the dough. You ain't got to slam the dough. She's like, that ain't even worth you slamming the dough. But see, the reason why I figured he knows I like spicy. When we, he said, well, you always get mild. I only get mild as a family because I'm the only one that eats spicy. So I kind of, you know, set my spiciness aside, you know, to eat the mild for the family. So when I want it for myself, you know I like spicy. God be with you, oh God, I be with you. You see how he do? God. He brought it up, but he didn't want to, he didn't want to. No, but the whole point of me that. saying that was this, because I realized after I did it, that didn't make no sense. It did, not at me all. Me slamming the microwave door. Slamming it. Hard. So like here's so what I did. What did you do? Can I tell my story? <laughs> You told me to talk and come on in, so I'm going to insert myself in here now. So what did you do? Because, cause, so what I did was. Tell them what you on, did. Because she drives, we drive two cars on Sundays because she gets here early for the real life talk show. Sometimes I ride with it, sometimes I don't. But anyway. So when I got in the car, I says, I said, Lord, I need your help. Because that didn't make no sense me slamming it. I'm talking to God. It didn't make no sense me slamming it. See, I ain't even had to say nothing to so, him. See, y'all? I tell him. <laughs> no, that's a lesson for the wives. I'm telling you, you ain't got to say it to your husband. The Lord will get him. Sick him. Okay, you can finish your story. Can I finish my story? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See what I deal with, Wendell? You see what I deal with? Uh -huh. Y'all don't know what I deal with. You don't know the pain that I deal with. <laughs> If I'm we a, all got pain. I'm going to show you pain, If right. we all got pain. <laughs> okay, get, get back to your story. I'm not feeling so well. Get back to your story. <laughs> what did you do? You, you was so, in the car talking to Jesus. Come on. So I, I, says, I says, I just need your Tell help. Tell him to Lord forgive so, you. I don't know. Because I didn't have to slam that, he didn't. that microwave. He did. Now help me identify where that comes from. So I can assign the word to it mm -hmm. and cut it at the root. I don't need prayer for slamming the microwave. 
I need to find out why I slam the microwave. And that's what community is all about. Everybody bit by bit getting better. But that takes us all taking a, an inventory of our lives yeah. and how we live day by day and doing things like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking in my mind, should I have not said, you know, I wanted, I wanted spicy because he slammed the microwave. But I didn't push it on him. He didn't push it on me. We both kind of took our responsibility in it. Lord, what should I have said? What should I have done? But a lot of times we try to point the finger like you should have did this and you should have did that. But when we take inventory of our own lives because we are the only ones that can change us. Can't nobody change me but me. Can't nobody change him but him. So when we take inventory and responsibility for our actions, our thoughts, we'll be much better off. Amen. She got a better clapping amen than I did, didn't she? Look at the ladies. Yeah, Pastor. Come on, Pastor London. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so the, the, the taught word is not just from preaching up here. We have tons of things in place mm-hmm. for you to get these tools to live by. Mm-hmm. Can we have your ear? How does that look? How does having your ear look? It means what? We release. Now, you be like the Berean church. You go home and you check it to make sure what we're saying is of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, whatever we have in place here, you have life track. Come on, walk with me. You got life groups. You got crave. You have life kids. You got Tuesday devotion. You got Wednesday community talk that has been powerful with the panels. We have, we used to have the girl chat. You got winning women. You got winning wives. You got wise men. You got, what else we got here? We got all married life. We got all kinds of things. And some of you participate in nothing. Nothing. But you want the results of participating in it. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Is that, that's entitlement, right? It's work. That's entitlement. We we talk to the boys about that. But. It's work. Mm-hmm. Yes, you don't want to get up and go certain places. Yes, I don't want to always tune in to devotion or whatever. But, but I'm daily trying to get myself in position with words to live by. I can apply to my life. So I sit and listen to devotion. I don't care who's teaching. That means the pastor has your ear because mm-hmm. the pastor authorized Brother Watermelon to teach devotion. And I listen. But if I say I ain't going to listen because that ain't pastor or that ain't Pastor Kelly or that ain't who I like, then I don't have your ear. When you tune in to community talk, whether they did a fabulous job on Wednesday night. I wasn't here. I ain't got to be here. They are anointed to teach and to train and to pray. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all clicked on and clicked back off. Oh, pass ain't there? Oh, okay. Well, I, I pick up. Pastor Kelly. Pastor Jason. They bring great words. Everybody, they bring great words. And it's all set up for us to, at some point, Hebrews chapter 5, become teachers. Oh, this is good today. Look at Hebrews 5. Look at verse 11 in the New Living Translation. Don't y'all turn me off. Don't you turn me off. 
There is much more we would like to say about this. Oh, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and you don't seem to listen. Look, look. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone teach you again the basic things about God's word. When we should be teachers. Now, I'm not talking about teacher with this. Because you have sat, you have listened, you have learned, your life is being changed. How many of y'all life is being changed? Raise your hand. How many of y'all in the process of that change, you, you hit some curves where you messed up or something? Okay, so you're being changed. You are teachers. Bit by bit, what I've learned, what I've experienced, what has happened to me, I can teach somebody else. It is the job of the enemy to get us so distracted that we throw things away that we should be benefiting from. We get caught up on things we shouldn't get caught up on and we miss the whole point of why God brought us to a place. You cannot deny if you've been sitting here any amount of time that your life has been changing for the better. If you say it is not, then you've been doing something wrong, my friend. The, 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 the meals that go forth out of here? And it's practical. It's for your family. Most of you came here, we were teaching on family. And your family began to change. And then something happened and y'all, and that's like, whatever. No, no. And this is a, it's a loving talk today because I want you to get back to where you were. We should be seeing, that, see what happened to me in the car this morning? That was fruit. That was me acknowledging that I was an idiot. And I shouldn't have did what I did. And I can't go to her for help all the time. I got to go to the father. And said, now wait a minute, Lord. I'm an idiot. Why did I, do, why did I slam the microwave door over some spicy chicken? It's funny, but it's not like, why did I do that? There are parts about yourself you don't like. Nobody got to tell you you don't like them. Nobody got to tell you you got a mirror. You, you don't like certain parts about yourself. And so the question is, what are you doing about it? Or are you the one always bringing somebody else before the Lord? Fix them. Talk to them. Get him. I've been interceding for you. I've been keeping you before the Lord. Put yourself on the platter before the Lord. And let him deal with, write this down, your inner wickedness. Because you, although you're born again, we all have inner wickedness. Things that do not line up with God's intent for you. We all have it. And here's the part about it. Because the heart, nobody knows. It comes up sometimes, yeah. you don't even realize it. Yeah. And it comes up to expose you to yourself to say, hey, I got to do something about this. And the church has gotten it backwards. The minute we see somebody's inner wickedness, we go broadcasting it. 
We don't have as many innocents as we said we have in church. We have obsessors. You're not an intercessor, you're a gossiper. You talk on the phone for an hour and pray for five minutes, you are a gossiper. Because intercessors ain't got to know the whole deal. They just have a discernment from the Holy Ghost and they go into prayer. They ain't got no details. This ain't Judge Mathis. They don't need an interrogation to pray for you. You came up in my spirit and I just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost because when you don't know what to pray for as you ought, we pray in the Holy Ghost. And if it's God, they'll sense your prayers. I have sensed, I have, I have, I have physically, tangibly sensed when Elder Shirley was praying for me. I saw she got me. I can feel it. Because this thing is more spiritual than we give it credit. So we ought to be, come on, teachers. I'm getting back to the other part of the series, but this is still detox too. Because some of y'all in here, you done got too comfortable and you're becoming a casualty. I'm not giving this talk so you can serve in the church. This is the Lord's church, and if you stop ushering, greeting, somebody else going to do it, he's always going to have his house sustained. Yeah. I'm talking about your life. Yeah. You, you can stop ushering here. I need your life to get better. Yeah. I need your marriage to continue to grow. I need your, I'm tired of us being broke. Yeah. Yeah. See, 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 see how y'all looking? See how it went down? Because part of the heaven in your area is we are on a thing called liberty offering. And some of y'all have decided already I ain't going to be able to do that. I ain't got no money. Well, you got money. You just make certain decisions with your money. And, and here is the thing. There is a hefty harvest. Write that down. There is a hefty harvest on the other side of you making these adjustments. It's called seed, time, and harvest. Here is the thing. We teach it like this. You give some and do some over here, it's going to come back over here. Here is the thing you don't understand. If you do nothing over here, that's doing something. Yeah. So if you do nothing over here, stop getting over here praying for harvest. You didn't do nothing over there. If you did nothing over there, your time going to pass. You're going to struggle through time. Then over here, there'll be nothing to get. You don't get a ship in that you didn't send out. And I got tired of being broke. I got tired of being busted and disgusted. I got tired of being embarrassed. I got tired of not being able to pay my bills. I got tired of going to bankruptcy court. I got tired of that. And nobody prayed me out of it. Nobody put oil on me. I didn't fall on the floor and things got better. I had to manage my money. Manage your money. And in this church, we've taught you that. We've never had a line in here about we going to debt line. We don't do that here. We teach you the principles of the word of God. And that means give your 10% of what God tells you to give and manage the rest. Which means if you, if you, got, if you got $400 a month coming in, you shouldn't be living that 600 You can pray all day. You can fast. You can speak in tongues. It ain't going to never work. I've been there, Jack. Hey, sister. That's my other chicken lady. Come on here. I got to come see you. They got that good chicken. Like I, like I needed, Andre. I don't need no more chicken. That's another thing. We, and we, we, I was, we was talking about that, and I was looking at pictures, and I got mad with myself. I got mad with myself because I looked at pictures, Chris, and I was about, I wasn't skinny as you because Chris always fit. <laughs> no, he's not skinny. He's fit. 
He's healthy. He's, he eat the whole banana, just the whole thing, the whole, no, for real. I ain't got there yet. But I remember we came through here with a thing called um, 90 Days of Purpose, 90 days of purpose mm -hmm. to get our, our eating and stuff together. And we lost weight and everybody was got off their medicine and the diabetics wasn't taking the insulin no more. And I had dropped a whole lot of pounds. I went from a 2X to like an extra large. My head looked like a bobblehead. And I was like, praise, I was going to work out. And then we stopped. Yeah, yeah. So we, everything you need has been in this house. So, so here's the thing, Elder. If I'm fat, it's because I choose to be fat. Okay, okay, y'all say amen. I got, no, I, got, I got one more for you, though. I got one more. If you're depressed in this house, that means you're choosing to be. Can I, one more? You broke in this house? That's because you're choosing to be broke. You're choosing to struggle. You're choosing to need a miracle every month to pay your rent. I got tired of that. Miracles are not meant for you to live off of. If you need a miracle every single month, that's stressful, man. I would get paid, Elder. I would get paid. I was making $15,000 a year. I would get paid on the 15th and on the 16th. I didn't have no money. That's a horrible feeling. I, that's a horrible feeling, man. You, you, you ain't got enough. You ain't got choices. You ain't got nothing. You have to live near everybody else. And I would have to call my mom. Can I use your credit card this month? Can I? And we were just in a bad place. But I was still coming to church. And I was still dancing. And I was still singing. And I was still ba 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 I was still doing all of that. Yeah. And I had an A in church and an F in life. I was winning in church. I was flunking in life. And I got tired of that. Some of y'all ain't tired enough. You ain't tired enough. I'm good. I got PPP money. You're going to go to jail. They're going to lock you up. Then you're going to need the prayer class we got here. I don't play with all that. I play with no scams, no schemes. Don't call me with it. I ain't got time for none of that. I'll do without before I get into that. Pastor, I just need you to pray because they call me. And they, they, they want to investigate. Hey, I told you not to do that. You said, I got your ear. I don't have your ear. Because I said, leave that money where it is. And trust God. And give. Not just to your church. Follow God in your giving. And you said, no! I have another way of doing things. Look at this last verse. And I got to go. <sighs> this last verse. Where are we, London? Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, and I'm done. I'm not finished, but I'm done for today. Mm. It's time we become teachers. I don't want to go to Matthew. I want to stay in Hebrew, but I want to look at that in the message. Translating scripture into daily living. Whatever you're dealing with, you've been getting feeding here for that. You have, but you've been getting it. You've, and then you've seen fruit. 
People come up here and testify and say, I didn't have this and look at God. And I didn't have this, look at God. And not just I got a house, anybody can get a house, but I know my credit was shot. I know I didn't deserve this house. I know I had got laid off, but I sold my seed and yada, yada, yada. And God did this for me. I can point it, not something you put together. Because I've put testimonies together before and they fell apart before I can even talk about them real good. Because the blessing of the Lord, come on, band, I'm done. Make, make it, it rich, come on. Rich, rich, make it what? Rich. And add it what? No sorrow. And I was at the table, Maryland, trying to figure out how I was going to pay for this car I had testified about. How you want to lap around the church about a car you can't even afford? Y'all quiet up in here today. Why y'all so quiet? I got your ear. Come on, I love it. We got, we just, I just want you to do better. You can leave this church tomorrow, but you can never erase the impact that has happened in your life in this church. You can lie about it, but you will be a lie because you can't erase it. We've stood in faith. We've taught you what faith was. Somebody don't even go into what they call me. It's just have to call back and thank you because you stood in faith with us for years for a child and we have a child now. Don't even go here no more. But you can't erase the impact. I didn't ask to set up this church. This ain't my doing. Nobody wants a church. Who asked the pastor a church? Nobody. Just like he called you to be a petition, this is a calling for me. Ask for this. Somebody wants to pastor people that are fickle. That come one week, don't come, leave, talk about you. What nobody wants to do that. This is my profession, this is my calling, it's my livelihood. I get a check from this church, a church that 30% of people give. So I got to walk in faith. But why is it don't sponsor our church? When that bucket passed. I give a check out of that bucket to live just like you do not to pay my bills who asked for that I have, to, I have to create my own legacy plan we don't get unemployment as pastors we don't get packages we don't get to retire and get a, get a plan we don't get any of that so who asked for that but we've given our lives our transparent flawed lives and you've benefited from it let's keep going let's keep growing not as a church only but you you're the church there should be weekly I should be up here talking to you. pastor excuse me can I say something please here, here's my husband it's Lucius I've been praying for Lucius for 10 years and, and, and he come to church today and he got saved and want to be baptized hallelujah that's the whole point it's my daughter I've been praying for my daughter she's been out there in them streets pastor and she was on them drugs and sometimes I didn't know what to do but I just cried and I prayed and I got my life group talked with me and, 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 and I was patient with her and you taught me how to handle things like that and here's what my daughter she's in the church now and more importantly, not just in the church, but she's following Jesus. Because now, regardless of what has happened in their lives outside of here, 
God can restore. And so everybody's part is important. Every musician, every singer, every drummer, every usher, everybody's part is important. This is not just church. Because if it was just church, I would stop coming. You'd be here by yourself. I, I, I did that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to get up and take a shower and come down here to have church. But to be a part of God's plan to get us back to his intent, after the fall of Adam, getting us back to his intent, back to families that love one another, families that's restored. I ain't talked to baby sister in 30 years, but look at what God has done. God didn't change baby sister. He changed my heart. Marriages that are broken up, he calls you to trust again and love again. What other examples can we be? We've been through everything. In front of you as leaders, we've been consistent and kept working the word that we've taught you. What else can we do? Let's keep getting better. Well, this ain't church. I thought you was going to say, he got up. Oh, he got up. Ain't he all right? Didn't he do it? Yeah. And, it's, and I love that. But didn't he do what? Didn't he do what? Because I'm still slamming the microwave door. So what did he do? What did he do in me? I'm slamming the microwave door. What you doing? What you got to work on? What you need them to help you with? Some of us got attitudes. Some of us nasty. Some of us bitter. Some of us holding unforgiveness. All kinds of things. Some of us mad. Some of y'all mad with me right now. You mad with me? I don't know about this place no more. You, because that's what offense does. It causes you to be unsure about what you were sure about before. Let's keep growing together. It's a new season. It's a new. And I keep going back to the words you gave some time ago. It's going to be new. Ain't no recycling of last season and sprinkle some stuff on the last season. It's going to be all new. And there are some that are starting to return to the house. There are some that left. You got to come back to the house. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you look and how mad you are. I'm still your daddy. I'm still your father in the spirit. You don't get to get for God because you're mad. It's important. There's a new sound that has to come out of the house. That sound goes beyond even the words. That sound draws people in. When we first started this church, we would have praise and worship. We would rock the block. And folk would come in because they heard the music down the block. Cause Not because it was loud, but there was a sound. I've been doing this 15 years. If we're going to continue this practice, it's got to be all God, just like we started. Community talk, I'm done. On, on Wednesday nights, that is the most powerful thing we've had here in a long time. You get perspectives, you get the word. Elder Foster is a broken... So how do we sit under all of this and as she said still not change 
I just want to be better. I told the Lord, I said, I just want to be better. And I'm the pastor. I just want to be better. I said, you got to help me. I was riding up North Texas. You got to help me. Because I slammed the doggone door. I shouldn't have slammed the door. Why did I slam the door? I mean, the Lord is talking about this. When the last time you talked to the Lord? Thank God for therapists. I'm a therapist. I have therapy. But we got to talk to Jesus. We've canceled the Holy Ghost and the Lord for therapists. like I just I didn't get in the car and say be thou forward Lord how great thou art it it is me thy son that Reginald you know the one live in the suburb it I come into you as humble as I know how I'm not on knees because I'm driving but Lord I ask a deed I said I said Lord I need help <laughs> I said I need help I'm just riding talking to him you don't need all that. You don't talk to me like that. You ain't got to talk to him like that. Just talk to him. Oh God. Oh God who sits high. It is me thy servant. I come into thee. As humble as I know how. You sound like a James Earl Jones movie. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus but I need help I love my church but I need help I love my family but I need help help me right where I am with my anger and my issues and my lust and everything that's trying to keep me from walking the way you want me to walk I need your help I submit to your help sometimes you gotta cry out help me Will we commit to getting better? I'll, can we finish this next week? I'm going to talk less so you can talk more next week. Because you, you just let me talk. It's 27 years. In, in my Tiffany Haddish voice, this is what love look like. This is what it look like. This is what work look like. This is what grace look like. This is what patience look like. This is what real life look like. From married life to life kids to crave to life groups, you about to get in on it. You about to get in on it. You better get in on it. Did you receive some today? We got to go.